Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. What could have come out of my mouth? Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Evan Giddings in for Dow the Guru Johnson. Matt Steinmetz along with you. Sam Loveman in the booth. I like to get information from our listeners. I like to challenge our listeners at times. And I got one for them. A little off the beaten track, but that's all right. It's Friday. It's Christmas on Monday. Yeah, you didn't hear Mariah Carey? Santa Claus is coming to town, Sonny. She's, uh, honestly, she's always been one of my favorites. I really, really like Mariah Carey. I think she just performed at MSG uh, the other week. That'd be, that'd be incredible to see her live. So you know how we have a lot of, uh, I think they're called, an, uh, I forget what they're called, uh, but you, you've heard of uh, you've heard of FOMO, right? FOMO. Uh, foaming at the mouth. No, what? FOMO, oh. short for fear of missing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's used in texts and whatnot. I got major FOMO. Like, like if you're not going to the Warriors game tonight to see Jordan Poole, you got major FOMO. That's correct. Well, we need another, we need another abbreviation for something. And it's this. So if you have FOMO when you're missing out on something and you know it, we need something for when you were so glad you weren't somewhere. Oh, that's... What's that called? What's it called when you're not out and then you find out that you're so glad you weren't? Where something happened. Like, like Gimmo? Glad I missed out? Something like that? Yeah, I like yes. that. Yeah, sheer dumb luck. Uh, That's what... uh, we we got to come up with something because... Uh, yeah, there's, there's been some stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. All inside baseball. Nothing like, uh, nothing like uh, hearing about something and saying, boy, I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> By the way, especially when you didn't have any reason not to be, like that's part of it too. Like you easily could have been I there. Know. Almost, you could have witnessed it all. Almost an accident that I wasn't. Uh, by the way, I want to make this official because I, I think somebody got it right here. Huh? We were talking about Rudolph earlier, most overrated of all the reindeers. It's not even close. Um, let me see, 49, uh, 21 minutes ago. Wait, Rudolph's not one of the original reindeers. Somebody got upset with me, but it's just. It's just the way it is. They only well. There's eight original ones, right? Comet, Cupid. There was here we go. There was Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, Dancer and Prancer. 
and Dasher and Vixen. That's eight. Eight. Then they stuck in. And uh, they said greatest, but they used the word greatest differently back then. The GOAT? Is that what they called Rudolph? He was a hired hand, Rudolph. Yeah, but they needed him. I'm trying to think who he was like. He was Rudolph was kind like of Kawhi Leonard for the Raptors. It's not a bad call. Like a hired guy, but he came call. in and he was the best player. And then broke down. <laughs> well, yeah. Then he left. Oh, boy. 888-957-9570 is the number. We're talking Niners and uh, Baltimore Ravens. Let's go up to uh, Scotty. Scotty's in Marin. What's up, Scott? How you doing? Hey, how you doing, fellas? Doing well. Hey, uh, no, I was just, I was just thinking about uh, fans so underestimate how difficult it is to win a, a title. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's twelve, there's twelve current teams in the National Football League that have never won a Super Bowl already. So, so I mean, so it's just like uh, it, you're asking two different questions, though. If you're asking going back to seventeen and saying that's an absolute no brainer, that should be a hundred percent. People would say, take, give me a do people not remember what the 49ers were like in 2017? Anyway, asking from this point forward is a little different question, but I would always take a Super Bowl in the hand, period. It's just too hard to do it. I, I'm with yeah. you. I'm so with that, you. That's my view. I'm with you, Scott. Thanks for the call. But I'm also willing to acknowledge, even though I don't want to, but I am willing to acknowledge that maybe there is something about the fact that the only champions that we've had around here in my lifetime here since 90 were multiple titles. Yeah. There hasn't been a one and done with anybody, really. Interesting. Maybe it does have something to do with it. Yeah, either you got nothing or you got you got everything. Exactly. Uh, Rudolph, exactly. Rudolph was never side-by-side side with another reindeer. He led the pack because of the red nose, Steiny. I know. But that was one Christmas. One Christmas. Well, just because they don't document all the Christmases doesn't mean he's not he's not out there getting active. He was a he's, cha- wor- he's been working on his game. And in three days. I like he, he Jomo. Go full 48. Jomo. Joy of missing out. I like That's that not too. bad. Uh no, listen. Hemo. Happy I missed out. Uh Look at the Sams. The the reality is that that. I don't know. Rudolph just could never... He was never really a rotation player. I mean, look, I, I, I mentioned the eight reindeers. Most reindeer teams go eight deep, just like an NBA team. You start playing nine and ten, you're asking for trouble. I'm not saying nine and ten can't help you win a couple games, and Rudolph did. Rudolph helped you win a game back in the day, and that's a fact, and you can't take that from him. But... Let's be honest, we've been leaning on Blitzen slash Curry and Vixen slash Durant. Those are the breadwinners. That's all. But to bring it back to our question, it sounds like Rudolph and his big night contributed to the one championship that the Reindeer won. And they've kind of just been a playoff team since. You know, they, they've been back to the dance. They've been doing their thing. You know, led in the regular season by a couple of their big boys. But Rudolph took them over the top. All right, okay. Who's more important? What? Rudolph to the reindeer team or Jordan Poole to the Warriors dynasty? Uh, Rudolph. No. See, that's where you're wrong. What do you mean? I, I No. I still think they get it done that night without Rudolph. I'm not sure about if the Warriors could have gotten it done without Poole. So then you are so Rudolph is Durant. <laughs> I don't know. Rudolph was the best player on a title team. 
I'm just one year. Yeah, but he just didn't have the career. You know who Rudolph is? He's Matthew Stafford. Super Bowl. I can't let me nowhere. tell you. Who, let me tell you who the 49ers better hope Purdy's not is Rudolph. We need more than just one good Christmas from <laughs> no, Brock Purdy. We, we need him to turn into a Donner or a Blitzen, not a Rudolph who only plays once every four or five years. He's got some work to do. I really think Rudolph <laughs> is active every Christmas, though. <laughs> He shows up like, one day a year. Like, do you watch those NORAD videos? It's it's Rudolph always at the front piloting the thing. Yeah, and he's he's well, not he's not particularly big either. Yeah, you know, he's he's a little undersized. No, he's not. He is undersized. Not the best athlete, but he's the hardest. He's the leader. He's the hardest worker. He was very irrelevant at one point. Exactly, and that's and that's the other thing that I'm hearing. Some of my sources from the North Pole are saying that the chemistry is not great right now among the reindeer. You know how I always talk about how impressed I was, not only with McCaffrey, but with the 49ers? They brought McCaffrey in. He took a lot of touches, but Kittle's fine with it. Ayuk's fine with it. Purdy's fine with it. We're all fine. Debo's fine with it. My sources are saying Vixen, not happy (laughs) with Rudolph's expanded role. Vixen got to punch Rudolph now? (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, Brock Purdy's got a little shine on his sniffer. He might just be the Rudolph this year on Christmas. They're also wearing red, so we hope. I think they are. 94 throwbacks. I'm just, I'm Come just on, saying. I'm, I'm just saying. On a sunny day, a clear sky, Rudolph's like the least valuable reindeer. <laughs> he's, a, he's a change of tempo guy. He's like Gary Payton a second. You get, da- you get down 15 and go, and you say, Gary. Get in there and start wreaking havoc in the back. Uh, by the way, I do have to give a, a really honest, genuine thank you to Gary Payton II for helping me get through today. Wow. What? Well, you know, sometimes you feel Please under the explain. weather. And uh, last year in the playoffs, Gary Payton II had his had a, a signature moment, Steiny, as you remember. He ran off the court because he had to puke. Oh. And then he came back into the game. And he was effective. And after the game... Uh, we asked him what exactly happened in that moment. And his response was, just like in college, puke and rally. Oh. You all right? Yeah, I'm good now. You're playing hurt. I'm like Rudolph. I show up one day. No. <laughs> well, we can. I think we'll be all right without you. I'm more oh, like- Lori. Happy holidays, Lori. I don't hate Rudolph. It's all shtick. It's all- I do like the Grinch who stole Christmas. <laughs> you like the Terrier, though. Max. The yeah, I, I think he looks more like a dolphin. A, a, dol- I mean, a, a, a dolphin? Dachshund. <laughs> a dachshund. Uh, you know what? 408, I'll give you a 3-4 for this. Rudolph was Linsanity. Fun, <laughs> fun while it lasted. That's a... Um, That's pretty good. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. Um, is Rudolph a system player? Or Somebody he... said on the text line, Rudolph was the system. <laughs> they, they, guys, are, uh, guys are being very I'm not a system player. I am a system. So the... Uh, They're playing well. Clippers. You know what? I, it, it, it's a Friday, and we're having fun. So I, I, thought, I thought of something yesterday. Sports-related. Okay. Just going to run it by. It, yeah, people, once people hear it, they might be like, hey, speculation, or, what do you know? But I was thinking about this. So, Steve, you know, it's kind of going under the radar a little bit. 
But Steve Kerr still doesn't have a contract. Do you think Steve Kerr is going to be the Warriors coach next year? I think it depends on how the rest of the year goes. Warrior fans, you think Steve Kerr is going to be the next going to be the coach of the Warriors next year? I mean, I do wonder. Where don't people... we have to answer? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't want to bet on it. I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. I would have guessed probably maybe two, three months ago, but now it's, I don't know. It's kind of like their record after tonight. I think it's going to be 500, like split, 50-50. I kind of think that way, too. So anyway, I was thinking, man, what if Kerr's not back? Well, I was obviously thinking, well, who'd, be, who'd coach the Warriors? Or well, where Kenny are Atkinson. they? I wonder. No, I, I I don't think he would, actually. I, I think they would bring someone in. I do, too. I do, too. But it got me to thinking, man, this might be Steve Kerr's last year with the Warriors. Could be a few people's. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you where you don't. There's, I think Steve Kerr would be, you know, just depending on how things play out, I think he would. I think there's a team that Steve Kerr would be a great coach for. A great coach for. In fact, if I knew Steve Kerr was available next year and I were this team, I'd, I'd be targeting him right now. I think there's a few teams. To me, there's one that just jumps out. The Lakers! Minnesota? No. The Boston Celtics. You give Steve Kerr the Celtics? Wow. I think they're scary. Because he would basically be inheriting a Celtics team that's kind of similar to where the Warriors were when Mark Jackson handed them over to Steve Kerr. You're going to have two superstars still. So me resign him in their prime, who haven't been able to figure it out. You got Porzingis there for another couple years. I I would absolutely target Steve Kerr if I were the Boston Celtics because I I just don't think Missoula has the. It just doesn't have the gravitas to coach that team. Well, he's only there because the guy right. for him. Uh, mess, so, messed up. So, so yeah, it's one of those things where if I'm looking at the Celtics, if I'm the Celtics and we don't get it done this year, I'm, I'm going to make a run at Steve Kerr. It is. I I don't know though. Like, I mean, there, there's no doubt. I mean, Steve Kerr maximized the Warriors in 2015 in a way that Mark Jackson I don't think could dream of. Even though he did a pretty good job, you know, 13, 14, he helped them get to where they are. But I kind of feel like, look, Tatum and Brown are in their 20s. But they've been in the league for a long time. I don't exactly. I don't know though how Kerr. I, I guess it's not it's not so much about Kerr. I just don't think that Tatum and Brown are players that are going to change. And to me, that's kind of the reason why they're as good as they are each and every year. But also the reason why they have fallen short because. So you think it's more player than coaching? Yes. And it, like they're, they're also kind of stuck because it's not like those players are bad. I mean, Tatum is is really good. Jalen Brown was probably their best player in the finals a year and a half ago. Um, Drew Holiday's. I mean, like, look, they've they've done a lot of things to make that team about as promising as possible. And I also kind of think as long as Brad Stevens is there, they're gonna be like they're gonna be the same old Celtics. I mean, he was their head coach when they were young. And then turned it over so he could step into the front office, but he's still in the building. Like that's still his team, right? So, I I like the idea. I just think it's more about Tatum and Brown than it is about Kerr, as far as why they wouldn't win a championship. 
Uh, 415 on the Comcast Business text line. Uh, 100% he returns. Stop overthinking it. Hmm. Well, why? What? What? Why do you... I'm not saying he's not coming back. I'm not saying that at all, but I think there's a chance he doesn't come. I, I think there's a chance this could be his last year. How could you say there's no chance this is his last year when he doesn't have a contract for next year? Like, and especially after we just saw what happened with Bob Myers. So I, I just, I just, you know what? It's one of those things that every month or so it's going to hit you. Like it's late, it's December right now. It's almost late December. And I really should be getting back to school, Rod Stewart. But what I'm getting at is yeah, it's going to be like the trade deadline. The Warriors are going to be 50 games into their season. We're going to be like, is Steve Kerr coming back? Where are we? What are we? Anyway, just thinking. I think he did a pretty good job at the beginning of the year of just basically tabling all of those he questions did. and discussions. Yeah. But they're, they're going to come back. It's going to happen. Especially like it, whether the team's playing good or bad. Or if they're middle of the pack. In fact, if they're middle of the pack, there might be more questions because people are trying to figure out which way this thing's going to go. But you can't say 100% that he's back. Right. The only, the only way you could be certain that he'll be around next year is if he had a contract. Exactly. Which he doesn't. So there's a possibility. I would lean, I don't know, 75, 80, 80 to you know, 25, 30. That he's coming back? 20. Yeah. I, I think there's a, there's a strong chance he comes right. back. Okay. Like, I also think there's a strong chance Clay Thompson comes back. All right, 888 is the number. You guys are really smart out there. We're talking about 83 different kind of things today on a uh, fabulous Friday. I don't know. What do you think? Is Steve Kerr coming back? We're also taking Rudolph comps. Well, uh, let me... let me. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what. Al in San Francisco, hold on for a sec. I got to get to the more important call from Niner Bob in Oakland. He's... He, Niner Bob, you better be careful. This is something that I take seriously. What's up, my man? Oh, Niner Bob. Bob. Hey, Niner Bob's got to call back. Yeah. He cl- Niner Bob, you got to call back. Terrible connection. I'm not ha- I'm not I didn't not take your call because of what I think you're going to say, which I don't like anyway. Uh let's go to Al in San Francisco. Uh Al wants to talk about Kerr. What's up, Al? How are you, man? Hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, uh, been better. That's why Bob didn't come on because I'm the important caller for the day. Nice, <laughs> I believe it. But uh, yeah, Steve Kerr, uh, you know, uh, his contract is up, but I think he's uh, like you know shuffling things around. But I think his aim is towards San Antonio Spurs. Popovich and him have a good relationship, no and I think Popovich is about to you know he's, he's about to step down. And I think Popovich will have no one else come and coach the San Antonio than Steve Kerr with, uh, you know, with his four championships and everything. So I think Kerr is just, uh, you know, just feeling things out at this time. And I think if they go to the NBA finals or, you know, through the playoffs and make it all the way to the finals, I think he'll stay. But I think, uh, you know, he's tired of babysitting, especially Draymond Green. So He's uh, shuffling things around, and I think, you know, he, that's the team he would go to, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. Have a great day, and go Warriors! Yeah, thanks, Snyder. Uh, that was not everybody. It was Al in San Francisco. Uh, Big Al. The only, I mean, the only thing, and it would be the obvious question, but it's something that Greg Popovich, if Greg Popovich has a relationship with Steve Kerr, he probably doesn't even need to ask him this, but the logical question about Steve Kerr in San Antonio would be, 
He didn't really have to develop players in Golden State, and now he's got the player that needs the most development uh, in the NBA right now. Is that does that is that incongruous? Does that not fit? Uh, I don't know. Uh, all right, let's go out to uh, Niner Bob in Oakland. What's going on, Niner Bob? How you doing? Hey, I'm sorry. There you uh, go. Showing my rookie colors there. That's all right. <laughs> First time caller. So. All right. Uh, I, I got a correction for you, though. Uh, Rudolph, yeah. he is the most famous reindeer of all. He's not the greatest. He's the most famous. So he's like a Kardashian. Is that, is... I guess. I don't know. It's just that's a song. Which one? Hmm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. That one. I know, and I just think they were premature. We all know his name. We do. Thanks, Niner Bob. Appreciate it. I'm telling you, they're they're you're really passionate about this, dude. That's the other thing I forgot to report from the North Pole. Like I said, do we have a correspondent? That's always been a sticking point for Vixen and Blitzen and Donner. They are still pissed. That in that song they call Rudolph the most famous. Because he doesn't come to post every day. He came to post one year. And he became the most famous reindeer. And it has created tension ever since with that team. Well, you know, Stani, you can't script sports. And sometimes heroes emerge. And Rudolph, right place, right time. Kind of like Brock Purdy. Drafted by the right team, even though he's the last pick, steps in and just right. makes the most of his That's opportunity. Right. That's right. But you know what Brock Purdy does? He's smart enough to know that he's got McCaffrey, Vixen, that he's got Kittle, Donner, that he's got Ayuk, whatever the other one would Let's... be. Thank you. And you know what? Purdy knows he ain't Rudolph without him. Rudolph came onto the team and acted like he was the reason they started winning. There were Christmases before Rudolph that were successful. But Rudolph didn't go to the podium and say, Vixen's the MVP. No, he's one of those guys. No one ever asked him those questions. He was a locker room lawyer. Don't you get it? He worked the media behind the scenes. They heaped all the praise on him. He didn't say, give it to me. He just showed up with a red nose, took over the game, and he's the lead story. I'm sorry. Every, you know, one Christmas, all the writers gather around Rudolph, and they're, they're, they're Blitzen's getting jealous. They're, they're, they're spilling over into Donner's locker. He's annoyed. He's trying to put shoes on his hooves. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> Do they have shoes? I'm just telling you. There's acrimony among the reindeer this year. It sounds personal. <laughs> did you like as a kid? Did you not get a, a, a present delivered one year? You, you blamed it all on Rudolph because no. he really should have been blaming Donner for not getting it done. Like this is where okay, so he saved one Christmas. There were many before, but there is a standard that has been set when Rudolph is in the lineup, and whether the rest of his teammates appreciate it or not. Damn them. Because when Rudolph comes to play, you know it's a big game, and you know that Santa's going to be taking home the chicken. <laughs> what? 650 says, Steiner, you're talking about practice, <laughs> not a game. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, yeah. Oh, is it four? I mean, two? I mean, Dasher Later wasn't on? even that fast. I feel like Santa's got a pretty good hold on the reindeer stable, though. You know, I don't think he, he's not letting these guys go after each other. He's I think lost he's, got a, the team. he's got a good culture up there. He's, he's lost, lost the team. team. He Santa? lost the stables. Santa's lost the team. He's like Staley in San Diego. Oh, boy. Or LA. He wishes he was Reed. All right. 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, who's Rudolph in today's uh, sporting landscape? Who's got the big red nose saying, look at me, look at me. I only do it once in a while, but I want all the attention. Who is that guy in the sporting world? 888-957-9570. Uh, by the way, it is a football Friday. That means it's brought to you by First 5 California to learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress. Go to first5california.com. That segment also brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises, 888-957-9570. Now just call him. We'll have some fun. Let's just have some fun today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Christmas. They don't have them out here. That's all right. We do it our way out here on the West Coast. Matt Stein, Matt's having Giddings with you. Union Square. On a fantastic Friday. Christmas right around the corner. Is this Bing Crosby? Maybe. It might be. Sam, what do you song? Huh? See, it, yeah, it's the Christmas song. Oh. We've been talking about uh, Steve Kerr and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And, um, no, I, we, you know, we've just been talking about Rudolph. Having some fun today, because why not? Come on, it's, it's almost Christmas, exactly. Donnie. It is the season. Lighten up. The exactly. city's back. Rudolph's coming to town in three days, maybe. Depends on if My, they need him. And let me just, you know, we're, again, we're just having fun. I'm not really coming down Rudolph's nose. I just think, for the most part... That's a three. He was an over... That's true. He was, uh, he was, uh, he was a little overrated, and... He, he didn't come to play every Christmas. Uh, he changed the tempo of one Christmas. I got to give him credit for that. He got the game ball. He got the game ball that Christmas. But what I guess the thing that I need to expound on just a little bit is the chemistry issues that the reindeer team's having right now under Santa. And I think what, 
there's obviously some acrimony with Rudolph because he gets most of the attention, but he's not the best player. Yeah. Doesn't come to play, you know. Donner and Dasher. Now, let me tell you something. They've been the key of the dynasty. Donner and Dasher have been the keys to this dynasty. They're the horses. They, they, every single Christmas, they're the ones in the back picking up the heavy load. All right, so they've been they've been great. Prancer and Dancer, they, they've been they've been worried about their second career, their dance career, their rap career. We also Vixen, Vixen's been a problem. She just wants to get out in the town every night, looking for love. Vixen and Comet, I mean Vixen and Cupid, they're out in the town every night. Blitzen, that's a drinking problem right there. <laughs> I mean, this team is in disarray. This reindeer team. So who is your one? Who is your number one? Like, Comet is supposed to be the, the biggest and the strongest, right? I like Donner. He's kind of a bruiser, though. Not really a not, not really much finesse to his game. Like Donner. Dasher seems like he should have speed, but he's a little underwhelming. You know, he he's the guy who runs a 4-4, but game speed, it's not... He, he's a combine guy. Right. Measurables. Right. I kind of look at Rudolph as just... And, and this is where I do got to come down Santa's road. Because, like, if, if we're talking about, look, you know, Steve Kerr can get this out of this team, might be able to get this out of that team. Santa's not getting the job done right now. You want to talk about a guy that won't Mailing be back. it in. You want to talk about a guy who might not be back next year. <laughs> Santa mailed. Claus. It's a big Christmas for Santa. It's a legacy Christmas <laughs> for Santa Claus. You best believe it. Uh, let's go to Chris. Chris is in Castro Valley. What's up, Chris? How you doing, my man? Uh, happy holidays to you. <laughs> Happy Friday. I hope it's pay Friday. Yes, it is. Thank God. Nice. Nice. So I think the... Op- oh. Ah. Dick Vermeil? <laughs> no. You got a Dick Vermeil? I love how... Oh, shoot. Call no, back. That wasn't quite the dial tone. We need Call him back. back. He's on oh, Santa's Wi-Fi. You, believe me. I, I, really, I, I really love the... <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. Uh, it was Dick. Let's go to Julie. Julie's in Concord. Hey, Julie. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Sure. I'm doing great. How about you today? We're having fun. Awesome. Good. Well, I just wanted to comment on Rudolph because I think Rudolph this year is pretty, but Rudolph hasn't always been pretty, and he's been maybe a Montana, and maybe sometimes here's he's been a young. So, you know... He changes his his uh, name every once in a while, so we just have to go with that. All right. I'll go with that, Julie. I'll tell you what. Thanks for the call. Brock Purdy's more selfless than Rudolph. He doesn't bring attention to himself like Rudolph. He doesn't need the credit like Rudolph. By the way, did I tell you? They're both I did, underpaid. I got a dad jokes book from a listener. Yeah, you, you found any in there? Any any Christmas-related ones? Any, any my, son, my son just threw a milk carton at me. How dare he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, is this going to be a fun rest of the show? Yeah, we got... Uh, By the way, I haven't, I'm out. I, haven't gotten, I haven't gotten to my ethical dilemma either. No. No, we're, we still haven't been able to get past Rudolph being an overrated reindeer. You know what? We'll get back to sports with Sean in Petaluma. He wants to talk about the MVP. What's up, Sean? How you doing? That's easy right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, first of all... Rudolph's the only one that's holding it down. Everybody else, you know, Talk just, to you him. Know, just plays the role. And uh, second of all, uh, 
the Niners are about to roll through the Ravens. Like, I really Ooh. feel like that. Like, I feel like we're about to go through, maybe put up 42 again. Ooh. Okay. Thank you. What? So, you say so, Rudolph's the bus driver, for one. I would rebuke that, but he still is a valuable player, if not the most, because clearly he elevates him. I mean, he, he amplifies what gets done on Christmas night. But as for what's going to get done at Levi's Stadium on Christmas, I, I don't see 42 points in the future Uh-oh. for either team. What? I don't want this to go to a bit gone bad. Rudolph's parents rubbed his nose in coal. To cover up his nose. He didn't draw attention to himself. He was shamed by all the other reindeer. Calling him names. Yeah, but he didn't use that for positive. 415. And that's really what I'm getting at. That's really what I'm getting at. But you know what? That is a point well taken. Those other reindeer didn't do him any favors early in that relationship. You might... Be right when you say maybe some of those things done early in that relationship affected our performance down the line. They were building up. You could also they say that's what, that's what made Rudolph the reindeer that he is. I mean, without that kind of disbelief and that shame, that comedy being thrown in his way in a negative fashion, he wouldn't have turned into the player that he is. Now, if you want to say that Rudolph is like Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> left something on the table, you know, probably could have done a little bit more for others but was just dominant when he was out there. See, to me, Donner and Bl- Donner and da- uh, Donner and Dasher are the horses. They're like the Malone and Stockton. 81, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82 games a year. Trent Williams. And uh, dare I say Rudolph's a little like Ben Simmons? Uh-oh, don't do that. What? When did Ben Simmons show up? Early in his career, just like Rudolph. What have you done for me lately? That cartoon was made 72 years ago? Rudolph was never afraid Uh-oh. to shoot. He wasn't afraid to take a He freedom. reluctantly took the lead of that team. He didn't want it. Rudolph's not a leader, and neither's Ben Simmons. Rudolph just found himself as that special reindeer. But sometimes you need to know when your team looks to you that it's your moment. It's your time to step up. And on Christmas night in 1854, whenever they made that, that I, I don't know, whenever that happened, Rudolph was ready for his moment. Ben Simmons, I'm still waiting for his moment. In fact, I think he's on the shelf another two and a half weeks. All right. Gary and Martinez wants to talk about Gary Payton the second. What's up, uh, Gary? How you doing, buddy? Good, man. How you doing, fellas? Doing well. So, Steve Kerr came up with, you know, the Spurs. Mm-hmm. When it is coaching. Yep. So, one of the most influential players, I think, on that team that's underrated is Bruce Bowen. All right. Huh. Play some D, hit the corner three. That If I was a coach of the Warriors right now, and if I was Steph Kerr, because so we're playing the holiday game, if I'm Steph Curry, I'm missing Gary Payton the second hard right now. And if Gary Payton the second is listening right now, if you can get that corner three down like Bruce Bowen, you're just as good of a defender, and you can dunk on people. You can be one of the most influential players you know that we've ever had. And with Draymond coming back, it almost reminds me of the Bulls. We had a dirty player, you know, like uh, Rodman. You know, that's our uh, Draymond Green. And then you had B.J. Armstrong on the corner that nobody even thought about until you hit that corner three in your eyeball that put the game out of reach. So 
I love you, fellas. I love listening to you, and happy holidays, and I'm out. Same to you, Gary and Martinez. Thanks, Gary. You know, I, I like Gary Payton second, but I, I like when you think of the Warriors' top nine, is he in there? Some nights. I know, and that's and that's the thing with Gary Payton the second. I like I really like him. By the way, I forget who made this comparison. Was it Stan Van Gundy? They said that you know who's playing like Gary Payton or in that position? West, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's playing in the corners now and he dives to the basket on the baseline and gets that little dunk or layup that, that uh Oh, like on the like he kind of plays more of the three or the exactly. four when he's out there. He's exactly. Smaller. Exactly. Well, it's because he can't shoot. I mean, to me, Gary Payton's a little tricky because he, he has to get into a rhythm of games, I think, where you, where he knows he's going to be playing 20 minutes a night for you know two, three, four weeks at a time. Like when he comes I feel like whenever he comes back from injury, you, you don't really know what you're going to get from him. But then once he starts getting back into, into uh, routine, then you can start counting on him. Well, one of the reasons why I think he's out of the top nine on certain nights is because there's a guy who's been emerging who I think does kind of some similar things, and that's Brandon Bachemski. But he's also more versatile. He's a better shooter. Not as good of as a defender, probably not as athletic, and not a, but he's as good, if not better, of a passer. He's as good, if not better, of a rebounder. He does things that are pest-like. Uh, he's drawn, what, 11 charges already this Something year? Something like that. So he's got quick feet. He's smart. And I think originally when GP2 went down, Pods was getting most of his minutes and then, you know, obviously parlayed it into the starting role he has now because he's been so good. But that's someone where I wonder, because again, we still don't know if Steve Kerr is willing to not use a veteran or try to re-include, re-integrate a veteran. Right. I think Pajemski might be a guy that could change his mind about that. Not to say that GP2 is completely out of the rotation, but he might be a guy that's like, hey, we need you in for defensive purposes. We need you to give us 5 to 15 minutes, depending on who we're playing, and go out there and use all six of your fouls. 888-957-9570 is the number. Steiny and Evan Giddings with you on a uh, holiday Friday. Hope everybody's doing great. We're talking about the Niners. They play the Ravens. Big, quietly the biggest game in the NFL this year, probably. I mean, no doubt. Definitely not the Chargers and the Bills. No, no. Uh, let's go back to uh, Chris. Chris is in Castro Valley. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good, man. Sorry, Dick Vermeil was on the other line. I had to take it. That's uh, not bad. That's a four. <laughs> four. Uh, we know who the Rudolph is. I mean, even after a night of clubbing, his nose is red. It's James Harden. He's got the two stalwarts who've been holding down the franchise, and he comes in, and he doesn't look like he's going away soon either. <laughs> <laughs> Quietly, they're playing pretty well still. Yeah, we're talking. Uh, thanks, Chris. You're saying uh, Rudolph is elevating the Clippers? They won 9 to 10. Yeah, the Clippers are playing well. The Clippers are playing well. No doubt about it. Stop at 408. Don't do that to Goo. No. Don't do that to Goo. Let's go to Candlestick Rick. What's up, Candlestick Rick? How you doing? Not too bad, man. It's actually my uh, my day off. Nice. Um, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad to be at home. You know, folding sure. some clothes, taking care of business. Okay. You know, you got to keep it going. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. No, no, no. 
Um, yeah, I wanted to, you know, I see you guys kind of hanging on for dear life here, so I figured I'd throw you a little rap. What are you here, talking uh, about? We're just getting started, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little something here. I'm gonna uh, I want to give the cast at ninety five seven. I want to give you all a shout out and uh, let you guys know you're doing a great job. Not just ninety. I'm talking Evan Giddings. I'm talking Ludman. I'm talking you know Spadone. I'm talking all the guys. Not just you know not just the top fellas around here. Even though we appreciate you all. Right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Candlestick Rick. And then, uh, and then I, and then I want to give a, a, a little comparison. So I want to start off. Uh, uh, I got Bonte as Debo Samuel because he's been doing his thing for a while, and he likes to punk. Uh, he likes to punk on uh, the uh, the Philly folks. I got Chasky yeah. as McCaffrey because uh, he's like he can do it all. He's coming in hot every time. You know, he's got the smelling salt. You know, and then uh, you know, I got Steiny. I got Steiny as um, as uh, my guy. Uh, excuse me, I'm losing him right here. But I got him as um, our lineman, our top lineman. Trent, What's his name? give it, give it to me here. Trent Williams. I got him as Trent. I got him as Trent. He quietly does his thing and he just runs the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll take it. And. Uh, and I and I want to give a and I want to give a, a Spadoni. I'm going to give Spadoni the Ayuk. Come on, he's out there doing his thing. He's a, he's one of the top guys quietly. <laughs> All right, thanks, Sp- Kent. Yeah. Candlestick Rick. Spadone's leading the league in yards per reception. Spadone also. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you have anything for Dibs and Willard? <laughs> oh, Dib- yeah, Dibs. Dibs is quietly uh, the. Uh, uh, Jawan Jennings of the crew. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's coming in hot as well. The YouTube right. chat is giving me a use check. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I, I, no, I'm giving the use check to uh, Evan Giddings, man. Mm. Let's do it. Let's get. Let's give it. Let's give it. Let's give some of the younger guys a shout out, man. They've really been doing their thing lately, showing up as uh, people have been taking a little time to themselves lately. Not, not to put it on anybody, you know. Everybody needs their time. You know what I mean? All right, man. Thanks, Candlestick Rick. Happy holidays to you and yeah, yours. Appreciate off, it. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. I bet he was doing more than just folding laundry. I'm kind of curious who his goo cop, uh, cop was going to be. There's a lot of people here saying goo's kind of like Rudolph. <laughs> Couple good games and then he takes <laughs> off. I love you. Don't goo. do that. I love you. Uh, 209 from the Comcast Business Tax Line. I, I think I'm going to disagree with you here, Ooh, Dylan, and I love you. Uh, Moody plays just as good a defense as Peyton is a better shooter and more athletic. <sighs> Dylan. Peyton's a better defender than Moody, and he's more athletic. See, I, I actually do think that Goo is Debo. To me, that's that's not a bad call like, because Bonte is he's explosive. More, he'd be like um, Bonte gets more touches than I'd Goo give him like Fred of, Warner. Yeah, I like to I know me it's not offense, but like to me, Guru would be Debo because every time he touches the ball, you just don't know what's going to happen. He's the most versatile weapon. I I didn't say versatile. I said explosive. He said he's explosive. <laughs> Guru's explosive. I tell you who he ain't. It's Nick Bosa. <laughs> the polar opposites. Yeah, they are a little bit different. They are a little different. By the way, if you're just joining us, you, you got to go back, uh, download that Odyssey app, and I'll tell you why you want to download that Odyssey app. Not only because it's the holidays. Download that Odyssey app and. 
turn it back about two hours when I came out and opened up the show with Evan Giddings. Because I think you'll be uplifted. I've been in San Francisco now for 30, 35 years. Last, last six, seven months, I'm telling you, this city's coming back. This city's seen its low. That's a fact. We've, we've, hit, we've already hit rock bottom with all the crap about the reputation. But let me tell you something. You take a little spin around that city, at least where I've been walking lately, right now I'm feeling good about the city. If you're Vibrant. coming into the city, you got to help it out. Exactly. Right, we got to give back. Quit. It's it's, a, it's it's not the season of taking yet. No. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, don't forget, Warriors take on Jordan Poole and the Washington Wizards tonight at 7 o'clock. Don't forget, stop by Ballast Point Brewing. Evan Giddings will be doing the pregame show at 6 o'clock. Ballast Point Brewing just down the street on 16th from Chase Center. Evan and the Warriors live show starts at 6, and uh, 7 o'clock is tip-off. Again, Ballast Point Brewing before the Warriors take on the Wizards. They take they play the Wizards with Jordan Poole. Also, uh, post Everything. game will be at uh, Dumpling Time, Thrive City, if you oh. want to stop by and say what's up. Everything, uh, you can hear everything on 95.7, the game. 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, we've been talking about the 49ers. They play... The biggest game of the year on Monday against the Baltimore Ravens. What happened? When I was a kid, I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember this many events on Christmas. I almost feel like when you woke up, there there wasn't. There was usually a bad college football game on. Maybe an Army Navy. Maybe not. It's usually bowl season, yeah. But this year, I mean. I, I, here's what I feel like. I feel like in the past, Christmas, sit around the house with the family all day. I feel like in my lifetime, I've seen a touch of a transition where now, Christmas Day, there's an activity. There's an activity you do. You, you, you may leave the house. You may go for a drive. You may take a walk. You may go up to Napa. You might go to a Warrior game. Eh. When did football start taking over Christmas? Like, I thought it was always an NBA day. That we'll there see. would be games all the time. And, of course, the Warriors, since they've been good, have always played on Christmas. Right. I I don't know when they started playing. Like, I don't remember there ever remember, being three football yeah, games either. on Christmas. I also, I, I'm not mad about it, but. I the only thing I remember is always kind of late in the year, they would start playing on Saturdays. I'll tell you what, if the NFL wanted to. Why would, can I ask you a question about the NFL? Why wouldn't the NFL play? Please, one get you know to keep the Thursday game. They should they should have a Saturday doubleheader. They should have yeah. one game Thursday, two Saturday, the schedule Sunday, and then one Monday. Now it would be a the schedule maker would really have there'd have to be all there'd have to be rules involved in terms of getting rest. But why wouldn't you? A double header on Saturday at the same place? Or are you saying just like no, 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 just like Dallas against no. the Giants at at five, and then at eight, the 49ers take on the Rams on a Saturday. No. Well, it's kind of like what's they, they have games on Saturday. I mean, beginning what is it week? What was it last week? Was the first yeah set of Saturday games? And that there's always three. Tends to there's three this week. 
I know Saturday? The, I think the Chargers and the Bills are on Saturday. All I, all I know, because there's not supposed to be any commercials in the fourth quarter. I mean, they just have pretty much given up on anything Los Angeles-related at this point. Yeah. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, I've also mentioned Jordan Poole a few times today. They won. Oh, uh, Wizards, they won in Portland last night. Don't, don't let the Wizards come in here and win. You can't let the Wizards come in here and win that game. You, you just can't. But what if Jordan Poole has a big game and they lose? That'd be fine. Well, that, but would that sting? Would that sting some people? No. I don't know how many Warriors fans oh, have no. been watching the Wizards. I mean, like I tried to at the beginning of the year. This it is it is tough. I haven't I haven't uh I haven't really watched a lot of the Wizards, just the stuff on Jordan Poole mostly. But no, I I mean, listen, if Jordan Poole has forty three tonight, if he has forty three and the Wizards lose, everybody's gonna just say, See, that's Jordan Poole. That's Jordan Poole. Uh difference maker of the week. It's time for the difference maker of the week. And it is Trace Jackson Davis, who, of course. Thompson with a catch. Pump it got wide, dribbles by him. Pass inside. Oh, nice. Jackson Davis for a slam. Warriors go up by four. Beautiful assist by Clay Thompson. Great drop off. That was a nice drop off. That's Tim Roy and Tom Tolbert on the call. Trace Jackson Davis, difference maker of the week. The important thing for Trace Jackson Davis, can he stay in that rotation even if it's 8, 10, 12 minutes a night? 888-957-9570. I got a little ethical dilemma I need help with on the other side on 95.7 The Game. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.